So then let's start in child's pose. So find child's pose. Maybe taking a wide leg variation. Tuning into your breathing, noticing the inhale and the exhale. As you tune in, noticing what parts of the body are speaking to you. The body is communicating with us all the time, non-stop. And sometimes with all of the other noise or stimulus in our lives, we tune out the conversation with our bodies. Our practice helps us reconnect to realize that this conversation with our bodies is the most important one that's happening at any moment. Slowly find your way up to all fours. If you have something going on in your wrist, remember you can always just put the tops of your knuckles flat so that your wrist is stacked in line with your arm bones. Now you're going to draw your right knee forward. So we're going to start with a hip opener. Draw your right knee forward and swing it to the right. 
so that your shin lands at about a 45 degree angle. No need to grab the foot and pull it forward. So we're moving into pigeon pose. It's known as swan and yin. And then just walk your back leg away to your degree so that the hips start to sink toward the floor. Walk your fingertips back a little bit. Press the feet into the floor. Pull the tailbone long and inhale. Draw up through the fronts of your armpits. Feel your collarbones spread. And then as you exhale, slowly wave forward through the spine. Find a place to rest your forearms on the floor or on a block or on a bolster. You can let your head hang or stack the hands under the forehead or put a block under the forehead. Your hips might be happy enough this morning that you can walk your arms forward and forehead can meet the floor. Make sure that your right knee is to the right as much as possible. Take a little more to the right. Good. There you go. And then really tune into your joints. Are the joints happy with where you've placed the bones of the body? If not, make adjustments. And if you can't quite find the right adjustment, let me know. I'll come by and we'll tweak things for you. So the body is happy and content with your bone placement. So if you're newer to yin practice, we'll be lingering in the postures most often between three to five minutes, sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little less, because we're targeting our connective tissue, which takes a little longer to respond than muscles. where the chronic tension in our bodies hangs out. And the tendons, ligaments, fascia, bursa are also affecting joints. Each time you come into a posture this morning, it's a meditation space. There's a space of stillness in which you can pause and observe 
inner climate, your inner state of being. Let go of the outer hips and the tailbone, really sinking into the weight of the hips. Last few breaths here. We're going to switch sides. We're going to just take that right hip down to the earth. So lean to the right. Bring your back leg around. right leg behind you as that left knee bends. Mindful to support with your arms as needed. So again, just check in. Make sure the left knee is wide to the left. Again, be mindful. Don't pull on the left foot. Just kind of let it land where it needs to in line with how the joint is happy. Knee joint is happy. Walk your back leg away. Make sure you're not rolling to the left, so keep everything up and centered like you would for a lunge. Press into the feet, pull the tailbone down. Inhale, draw up through the fronts of the armpits. Collarbones expand. And then as you exhale, gently wave forward. Find a place to rest here on the second side. 
your focus, whether you find a focal point with the eyes and meditate your attention there, or whether you close your eyes and go inside and meditate on the breath. mind right here in the present moment. What's true about this moment? What am I feeling? What am I experiencing? soften
last few breaths here. to come out just kind of lean off onto your left hip and bring your back leg around coming to seated and you can take the legs out in front of the body and just kind of oscillate the feet a little bit so that you're loosening up anything that might need to move remembering it's totally part of the practice to feel like you've aged a little bit when you come out of the pose it's how the yin tissues feel when they're releasing. So things you might want to have handy for the next posture, you might want to have a block handy, you might want to have your bolster handy, so just make sure it's in reaching distance. Scoot over to the left edge of your mat, and then we're going to go into half saddles. So you'll draw your right foot back, and for some of you it's going to be perfectly natural to have the top of the foot flat on the floor. And for some of you, that won't feel right for your knee or your ankle joint. So if that's the case, you can turn the right toes out to the right, so you're resting on the inner edge of the foot. If you still have a knee or ankle joint talking, you can separate the knees a bit and just make it a little bit wider. Okay, so once you have your placement for the leg, take notice how much stretch or pull are you feeling in the top of your right leg. If you're feeling a lot where you are, hang out there. Otherwise, you can drop back onto your elbows, and here's where the props come in handy. If the floor feels too far away, you can put your bolster back there and bring your elbows to your bolster or onto your blocks. And then tune in there. What are you feeling in the right leg? Does it feel like you could go deeper? Does it feel like you need to hang out in this stage a little bit longer? If eventually it feels like you want to go deeper, again, you can either use your bolster to support your upper back and your head, or you can go all the way to the floor, as long as it's not putting too much of a bend in your low back. You can also use your block kind of as a, a firm little pillow. You can put that behind your, your head if you'd like. Lots of options. You might find that your right knee pops up off the floor as you go back. That's fine. That might happen the first few hundred times you practice the pose. That's how my leg used to look in the pose. And over time, eventually it'll loosen. postures is all that you need is that beginning hint of a pull on the tissues and the time that you spend in the pose will take care of the rest
What can you soften, tune in? Maybe letting go of the front of the pelvis. Again, check in with the body. What can you soften? Notice your left leg. Are you pressing it into the floor? Let it go. These subtle little habits kind of show up in the pose. If we're listening into the body, we'll notice our avoidance techniques. We'll press some part of the body into the floor to try to avoid the sensation. So soften, let go. To come out of this posture, we're going to roll to the left. So roll your body to the left. Maybe just pausing and curling up on your left side for a moment so that you don't have to move the joints right away. Just enjoying a bit of a pause. 
pressing into your hands to rise up. Letting the legs extend out in front. And then slowly, when the right leg is ready, you can kind of move the foot around a little bit. And then scoot over to the right edge of your mat for the second side. Drawing your left foot back for half saddle. Foot alongside of the hip. Make sure that you're not sitting on it. Either top of the foot to the floor or turn the toes out to the left. And then tune in. What are you feeling in the left leg? Do you want to stay upright for a little while or come back to the elbows? Either stay on the elbows or work your way back onto your back. Beginning the process of softening, of letting go into the pull of gravity.
Notice where the mind has wandered. Bring it back to your breath. The more of your energy or your concentration that you can have in this moment, the more healing potential you bring to the body. Last few breaths. Slowly roll to the right to come out of the posture. I'm just curling up on your right side for a moment. Pause. Pressing into the hands to gently rise. frog posture next, you'll want your blanket and fold it into a long rectangle across your mat so that it's hanging off either side of the mat. And then once you've placed your blanket, take your knees really wide, like child's pose, and bring your big toes together if possible, and sit on your heels, sitting upright. So this is the first stage. We're looking for an opening for the inner leg, so you're listening for that pull there. And if you don't feel it where you are, bring your forearms down either to your bolster or to the floor and test that space out. So hips stay to the heels. If you're feeling a pull on your inner legs, that's satisfying. You can hang out right there. If you wanna go deeper, 
Walk your arms forward and bring your forehead down. So this is kind of just like a really wide variation of child's pose. That's the first stage of frog. We sometimes call it tadpole. The idea is to really soften the inner legs and let the hips be very heavy. Let the skin of the face go so that it's being pulled away from the bone with gravity. Can you soften here? Maybe the jaw, the mouth, the inner leg. So if you feel like you'd like to go deeper, then you can move into the second stage. Otherwise, just hang out where you are if you're still feeling a nice strong pull in the inner leg. So for second stage of frog, you would slide the hips forward so they line up with your knees. 
and then kick your feet out so the heels go a little wider than the knees and the toes turn out. And then from there, relaxing the inner legs so the knees can slide outward on the mat, or on the blanket rather. Again, just supporting yourself with your forearms. So the concentration here in the second stage is to really honestly soften the inner leg and feel how the knees start to slide apart naturally with gravity. few seconds reminding the inner leg that it's okay to let go. Soften the inner leg a little more. Heavy hips. the posture, you're just going to slide forward onto your belly from wherever you are. The legs extend behind you. And just rest for a moment.
And as you're ready, we're going to work our way up to all fours. So make sure that as you press away from the floor that you're pulling the entire front of your body into the back body as you lift so that you're not creating any strain on your spine. Good. So once you're all the way up, we're going to take all fours. And from all fours, you'll step your right foot forward into a lunge. Kind of a short stance to begin with. So normally when we come into a lunge, it's a much longer step forward. But for now, just starting here. And what we're looking for is a stretch for the Achilles. So you'll start to walk your hands forward and let your hips drop toward the front heel until you feel the beginnings of a sensation in the base of the calf and down into the Achilles. Now, for some, you'll find that the heel stays on the floor. For some, the heel will be lifted. It's really an individual thing, depending on how your bones and joints are connected. What you want to really listen for is your inner signals. Your body's going to let you know if something is too much. So stay tuned in. You can stay on your fingertips. You can, again, make... Um, we sometimes call this fist for wrist. If you don't want to have your wrists flat on the floor, you can make a little fist and put the knuckles on the floor. You can also rest your forearms on the front thigh if it doesn't put too much extra weight for you in the posture. It really depends on what your Achilles has to say about it. And then let the hips be very, very heavy. If you have some hip flexor tension, you might feel a secondary stretch in the left hip, in the front of the hip. You can have your head lifted or let it hang. Into our last few breaths, 
We won't be in this posture quite as long as the others. So to come out of the posture, you want to think about pressing through your hands and your back foot so that that front leg stays as relaxed as possible. Shifting the hips back until the front foot feels light and then working your way back to your all fours. Pause for a moment and then when you feel ready, you can bring the left side forward for the second half of the posture. So left foot brings, comes forward rather. A nice short step and then start to walk your hands forward, let the hips sink forward until you find the Achilles stretch here on the second side. Letting go of as much of the weight in the hips as possible. few breaths here. We're going to press into the hands and the back foot to gently release out of the posture. Finding your way out to all fours. 
and sitting back on your heels for child's pose. Rest for a moment. your way to seated, have your bolster, or roll up your blanket if you want a smaller prop. And you're going to place that under your knees, so straight legs over your prop, so that the knees are supported. And then this one is as simple as keeping the limbs relaxed and folding forward over your legs, letting the head be very heavy. So very simple seated forward bend. body, feeling the pull on the hamstrings, on the spine, on the back of the neck, even a subtle pull in the calves. Remembering that if you don't feel enough pull through the hamstrings, you can always, if you're using a bolster, use a blanket instead. If you're using a blanket, you can get rid of the blanket. Just depends on your level of flexibility in the joints and in the tissues of the body.
So chin to chest, very slowly press through the hands. Start to come up, chin to chest. You have the option of taking the hands to the face to gently assist the head back up, especially if you went quite deep. Once you arrive, just pause for a moment and soften the spinal column. So you can slide your prop off to the side, grab your strap, and come onto your back. And you might want to just make a really big loop out of your strap right away so that you have it ready and in place. And then once you're on your back, just lie flat for a moment so you can have a little bit of assimilation time with your spine flat after all the postures that we've connected to already. your right knee in. Right knee hugs toward the right armpit, just breathing into your right hip for a moment. Let the shoulder blades soften. Take your strap and loop it around your right foot, right around the ball of the foot, just below the toes. And you'll want to hold the strap with your left hand, walking that left hand as far up the strap as you can so the arm looks nice and straight and the leg is mostly straight. 
And then draw that right leg across your body into a twist. So you're taking the straight leg across the body. You might find that the floor feels too far away and if it does, put a bolster or a block under your um, shin. Otherwise, the foot can drop to the floor. For some of you, you can easily reach the foot and you might end up holding the foot instead of the strap. Right arm can go wherever it needs to. It can be relaxed or it can be stretched out to the right, hanging heavy to create a little more of a twist in the upper back. What we're looking for is an opening along the outer right leg. We're focusing on the IT band and outer hip here. Let your left leg be soft. Maybe even the knee is a little bit bent. So that you're sure the left leg is relaxed. Let the head go whatever way it needs to to be comfortable. In the second half of this posture, we're going to draw the leg back up to center. Draw the leg back up. Keep same hand on the strap. And again, make sure that you've walked the hand up as far as you can so that the arm is straight. But at the same time, let the shoulder blade relax toward the floor. So it feels like the right foot's being drawn across at a slight diagonal. And then take your right thumb and hook it in your right hip crease, so the fold between the hip and the leg. And once you're there, press the thumb into the thigh bone, like you're pushing the thigh bone away, and then roll the thigh flesh down the outer thigh, 
so that you're externally rotating your right thigh bone to access a bit more into the hip joint and the outer leg. So this is a little bit more of an active connection in this posture. At the same time, try to soften your shoulder blades. Keep that constant press of the right hand externally rotating the upper thigh. Just a few more breaths, soften the shoulder blades, calm the mind, use your breath. The mind gets so panicky as soon as we get the least bit uncomfortable. But soften, let go of your tailbone, let go of your spine. Gently bend the knee to release the leg. We're going to place both feet flat on the mat. And then cross your right leg over your left leg so that they're crossed at the knees. And then maybe hooking that right foot behind the left calf. You can either keep your toes on the floor or pull the knees into the chest if you want a deeper twist. Take these cross legs over to your left again, into the twist. And again, what you do with your upper body is up to you. Let the limbs decide where they want to go. Let the head decide where it wants to lie. Breathing here in twisted root.
Now the gentlest way to come out of this is to first unloop that top leg so that you can come one leg at a time back up to center, placing the feet flat, and then sliding the legs long out to the floor. Pause for a moment and breathe. Hug your left knee in. Hug the left knee in. Just catching hold of the leg and guiding the knee toward the left armpit. Breathing into your left hip. Soften your shoulder blades. And then loop the strap around your left foot, around the ball of the foot, just below the toes. Extending the leg up. Slide the right hand as far up the strap as you can. So you have a straight right arm and a relatively straight left leg. And then take that left leg across the body to the right into a twist. Remembering once you're in the twist, you can counter-rotate the upper body if you'd like. See where the left arm would like to be. Let go of the right leg. your breath. Notice what you can soften.
drawing that leg back up to center. Again, straight legs, straight arms, still using the right hand on the strap. And let the shoulder drop down a bit. Take your left thumb to your left hip crease, and again, press the thumb into the thigh bone so the thigh bone presses forward away from the hip. And then externally rotate, meaning you'll slide the, the muscle, the flesh of the thigh down and around the outer thigh to gently twist the thigh bone outward, accessing a little deeper into the joint. Breathing here. And you'll know when you've got the right position because your leg will start to sing a little song <laughs> that's pretty unmistakable. Right hand is on the strap and left hand is pressing that external rotation. Left hand to left leg. Put quite a bit of pressure in your left hand. Really press into the hip and roll the thigh outward. You're using the counter pull of that right arm, not, not pulling hard, you're just using gravity, but the counter pull of the right arm drawing the left leg across the body it creates that beautiful opening in the hip, the outer leg, back of the leg. Soften your shoulder blades, even though the arms are working. And slowly release. Bring the feet flat to the floor. So knees bent, feet flat. And then you're going to cross the left leg completely over the right leg. So knee over thigh. And then maybe tuck the left foot behind the right calf. You can stay with the toe on the floor or bring the knees to the chest and gently twist. Legs go to the right. Again, maybe you counter-rotate the upper body so that the shoulder blades can flatten. Find a place for the limbs, the head to rest. Find your breath.
What can you soften here in these last few breaths? Maybe the mind. Maybe a physical space in the body. But let something soften. out of the posture, unwind the left leg first, bringing the legs back up to center. And then hug your knees gently, no need to crank on the legs. Curl up through the upper body, tucking the nose toward the knees. Feel free to move slowly, lifting from heart and tailbone. Spread your toes, spread your collarbones. And gently release the head down. Release the legs down and find your final Shavasana space. Taking the legs wide, taking the arms wide, palms turned up. take the limbs wide and we turn the palms up to cue the nervous system to let go. The closer your limbs are to your body, the more alert the body will become. Notice that you're breathing. Notice your breathing and notice your jaw. Let your jaw soften. Let it hang. Be sure the jaw is soft. your tongue. Notice the tongue and let go of the root of the tongue. Feel the roof of the mouth now exposed and spacious. the teeth. Let go of the roots of your teeth. 
Feel the gums melting and expanding into the mouth. Notice the front of your body. Tune into the front layer of the body. Let the front body drop into the back body.
Allowing the mind to begin to return to body and breath. Finding gentle movement in your toes and in your fingers. Eventually finding your way onto your right side. right side with closed eyes, working your way up to a comfortable seat. And as you land in your comfortable seat, soften your spine. Bring attention to how you feel. Take notice. come together at the heart, acknowledging your own efforts for stepping onto your mat today. Realizing the ripple effect as the positive impact of your practice expands now into the world, permeating all that you do, all that you are, and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for joining me in practice. Namaste.